Let's do this. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest episode of the latest PS5. I'm your host today, Mr. Alex Alves, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangira. How you doing, mate? Episode 50, we are here. We've done it. 50 episodes. <laughs> amazing. And what an amazing episode we have for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today, we're joined by Team Kill Media, as you would have followed from the previous episode anyway. But for those of you who didn't, make sure you check it out. Uh, Team Kill Media, obviously, from the infamous Quantum Era uh, game, which has just got me... My, my socks have pretty much been blown off right now from the, the previous uh, interview. And uh, we're just going to dive into even more questions uh, to answer, obviously, all these tantalizing questions that all these fans have got right now. So I'm joined today, or we're joined today, by Mika and Noah. How are you doing, guys? Good, good. It's yeah, like, good. It's like, it's like part two, it's like Groundhog Day, the rerun of the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We so, haven't um, attacked by any spiders yet. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> no frame flamethrowers needed. Uh, <laughs> nope. Okay, so uh, diving in. Okay, so we've got some questions from um, a lot of you uh, lovely listeners. And we're going to start off with one from William uh, Pankerman. Yeah. Uh, famous from uh, from running the Team Kill Media uh, fan page on Twitter. Uh, and he asks, uh, what jobs would you have had, oh, sorry, what jobs would you have had if you didn't pursue game development? So what, yeah, so what jobs would you have had if you didn't pursue game development? Um, let's see, if I was not doing game development right now, um, I mean, obviously, we did photography in the past, so I have a feeling I'd probably still be doing something in the either photo world or I'm also pretty um, educated in music, so something mm. with music would be really fun. That's yeah. just a really hard world to succeed in. So, if uh, if I wasn't doing this more than like, I see beforehand, I actually had a handyman business with my dad, and that's what what we did. So I would most likely be continuing that or doing some kind of construction work. So okay. I, I forgot. Uh, there was a question I did have from episode 49. Uh, it was for you, Micah. So you talked about obviously taking uh, live concert photography. Um, what's mm-hmm. the one photo that you're most proud of? And what is the one like event that, got you the most excited you know like fanboyed out because you were going to be taking pictures oh man um <laughs> well man there's a couple so probably the one of the coolest i don't know that this is going to classify as the coolest looking photo but it was one of the coolest photos i got to take um it was a concert for the band Azalea dying mm-hmm. and they invited me onto the stage to take a picture of the crowd that was all like throwing their arms up in the air and at the time that photo ended up becoming like a banner for like the website and stuff i was running so that that was pretty cool but later down the road i ended up getting the chance to photograph the band skillet oh wow and that concert was the coolest because when I was in the front of the stage photographing them playing their songs, they were like shooting ice out of these like firework type tubes. And then they would shoot flames. 
So the ice would fly in the air, the flames would melt it, and then it would, like, rain. It was really, really cool. Oh, wow. And their concert was the most colorful thing I'd ever photographed. And the pictures turned out insane. And I ended up getting them featured on one of their, like, DVD releases. So that that was probably the coolest thing I got to do with the concert photography. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah nice. Um, okay, um, rolling on. Um, uh, William Finkman asks again, uh, well, another question, sorry. Uh, what does a typical day <laughs> look like at the studio for you guys? <laughs> um, let's see. A typical day. Wake well, up. Wake up, eat, get some coffee. Coffee. Um, <laughs> and then sit in a chair for 12 hours. <laughs> Every now and then, grab some Mountain Dew. Uh, <laughs> take a break and walk around our property just so that we don't like turn into a marshmallows. Potato. Yeah, marshmallows. Um, Checking off our list every now and then. Yeah, mark, marking <laughs> our whiteboard off. Uh, uh, crashing the engine a few times a day. All right, so you definitely keep yourself active then. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we, de- we have to force ourselves to take a break in the middle of the yeah. day because if we don't, we will literally just become one with our chair. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, but yeah, that's, no, that's, like actually, no joke. We really do work like all day long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Any particular flavor of Mountain Dew? Oh, let's see. Okay, so Frostbite is is amazing. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, I'm. I mean, what? my my current uh, Major Melon is also great. My current drink of what? choice is the Mountain Dew Rise Orange Breeze. Oh wow! Also, Code Red Voltage White Out. All of them. <laughs> Like every Mountain Dew, basically. Jones soda, yeah. cream soda. Yeah. Coke Zero, Dr. Pepper. If it's soda, it's good. <laughs> if it's any soda. Pretty That's much. And the, and the only coffee that is good, and I will fight anyone, is Starbucks. I disagree. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, wow. Wow. Put a poll on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Which is better? Which is superior? <laughs> I will fight everyone to the death. I drink Dunkin' Donuts basically almost every day, and it's it's good. I like it. <laughs> coffee Wars. That's right. your next game. Coffee Wars. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's an Easter egg for Quantum Air. Yeah. <laughs> it comes in drips and drabs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, uh, so you also asked, uh, do you get any support from Sony or Microsoft, uh, development or business-wise? Um, currently no. Um, when it comes to support, we, we're completely and 100% independent. Um, even our dev kit, we purchased ourselves. Um, now we have a pretty awesome Sony manager. I, I would assume pretty much every developer who is associated like with having an account has a manager and we talk with him here and there about certain things. And, we're, we are still going to pursue some things with him that we can't say, but um, overall, we're 100% independent. Sweet. Sweet. Excellent. And the uh, Microsoft camp, anything from them? No. Um, actually, f- yeah, Microsoft's a weird one. <laughs> like, we have an account, and everything's, like, good and everything, but I don't know. It's, like, something about the way their website works is not as, uh, right. not as easy to... Uh, communicate as sony you know i know a lot of people in the industry um and you're not the only ones to say that you know they they, they just feel like the communication can be open better 
you know. Um, yeah, and, and I uh, think, honestly, I think it might be that they, like, had moved. They went through a stage kind of similar to what Sony did recently where, like, a lot of website stuff was getting redone. So it just it might be a case of that. Mm. Right. Right. Um, yeah, right. been cool. Well, fair enough. Microsoft, Bill Gates, please get that sorted out. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I kind of, I kind of lied there. We, we do have some support, and that's just from fans. So we have fan support. Excellent. Sweet. Um, cool. Well, thank you for that, uh, William Finkerman. Um, we also have another question from Samantha Roberts, uh, and she asks. Um, what has been the most challenging obstacle of Quantum Era? And this can be anything from production, writing, development, etc. Um, uh, you know, I think actually one of the one of the most challenging things so far probably has been writing. Yeah, I think it, it, that might go back to the story. Like, it's yeah. interesting because, like, as far as development goes, a lot of things has been like, okay, we have this idea and we put it together, and it either works or it doesn't. Um, so that's that's it's not been that much of a struggle. I mean, not yeah, it's been pretty it's been pretty smooth. I, th- I think it's working yeah. out like the story and making sure that like every character has its like purpose and point and that there's no plot holes and Yeah, because we definitely do not want to have things in the story that don't make sense. And, and when you're and, no plot yeah, holes. and when you're making a story that I mean, it's it's very twisted. Um and twisted in the case of like the plot of even the normal characters, it's yeah. really hard to get it all straight and make sure things yeah. don't like spiral out of control. Right. Amazing. Nice. And the uh, the ending, we're not going to be left with like uh, the ending of Lost um, or Sopranos. <laughs> I'm going to refrain from saying anything about the ending of this game because let's just say there there's two more games after this. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And 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 there's probably going to be a DLC for this first game. We're oh, nice. thinking about. Okay, nice, nice. We're not getting getting hyped at all. Um, okay, so uh, so that's the talk more about the writing. So development wise um, and production. I mean, have you found any like bottlenecks or anything with the uh, PlayStation Five as of yet, or <clears throat> anything no. that you really? No, not really. Um, I don't think we've run into any bottlenecks but, yeah, at all so far. Because of having the experience with our previous game and understanding it pretty yeah. well. I mean, I think the only time I came across a problem, it was my own fault. <laughs> it it, it <laughs> wasn't anything to do with the, the system or any of that. It was the fact that uh, something was programmed and it was saying, hey, I don't like what you did. Uh, <laughs> Everything on the PS5 just seems to run so well. So, I mean, yeah, we really haven't had any troubles with it. Yeah, thank you, uh, Mark Cerny, uh, for designing such a trick system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, we have another question from uh, Mark Henry. Uh, sorry, a question from Mark Henry. Uh, currently, what are you most proud of with Quantum Error? Oh, gosh, let's see. We kind of said something before yeah, about just... the story. Yeah, I think the story but, is definitely... Let's, let's see. If we, if we had to say something different than the story, I think I would currently say... Maybe the atmosphere, probably, because like to to give a answer without giving anything away. There's a certain something I got done yesterday that let's just say it's a boss fight. Okay. Um, and the atmosphere of the boss fight is really really ominous. Mm. 
it's it's really 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 it's weird because the game is not like trying to be like overly like oh it's a creepy game so it has to be creepy but because the atmosphere is just revolves around a certain subject matter in the game yeah the yeah. There's just something about it that's just really off-putting. Very okay, yeah, yeah, that's really offsetting, uncomfortable. The eeriness, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's it's very eerie. Yeah, good. Um, okay, we have another question. Um, this one from DJ, who could be a DJ. Um, he asks, <laughs> horror seems to be a big influence on your game. Uh, what horror movies or shows are inspiring you for the game? Um, so game-wise, definitely Dead Space. Yes. Um, yeah, De- Dead <laughs> that, Space. That's kind of a no-brainer because it's like subliminally yeah. ingrained in our heads. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, De- Dead Space is so, so good. It yeah. Um, but also Doom Three is also a very big influence. Yeah. Um, in terms of movies, The Thing. The Thing. The, the, the Thing is definitely <laughs> John Carpenter's. Yes, that movie is. It is so disturbing. But it's such a good movie, too. So that's definitely, uh, yeah. Actually, now that I've seen it, the the funny story, I had never previously seen, actually, none of us had previously seen the movie Event Horizon. Mm. And I would officially say that, and I'm probably going to get butchered for this, (laughs) I don't think it was that good of a movie. I think think it it had a lot going for it, and they missed it. I Mm. think there was something there... And, like, the way it was going, it was like, okay, this is creepy. This is cool. And then at the end, it was kind of like just, okay, now it's just a gross monster. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, okay. it's it's the same with a lot of them. Like, if you remember the Doom movie with The Rock, the best bit was everything. Oh, gosh. And the best thing about it was up until they found out what it was. And then it was just like, okay, you've lost it now. Yeah, you no, know, the suspense buildup was the best. There's been several things we've watched like that. It's like it's... It's got a good thing going, actually, even like Space Odyssey. It's got this yeah. good, creepy thing going with Hal and everything, and then it kind of just jumps off the deep end, and you're like, wait, what? I think Space Odyssey had a <laughs> lot of good ideas, actually a lot of really good ideas, but yeah. because the movie's so old, they didn't really do them all that well. I mean, that's just my opinion, but... <laughs> yeah. Can I just say as well, remake. after um, Metal Gear Solid, Dead Space was my most wanted remake on a PlayStation 5, you know. Come on, EA, what are you doing? You're sitting on money. <laughs> I, that sounds like me for the past, like, couple years. So. <laughs> EA, if anybody's listening uh, from EA um, and you need developers to do that, uh, we have a, a team here who will more than happily <laughs> take it off your hands and do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll, we'll take the franchise. <laughs> I absolutely love that space. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, okay, we have a question from Lou Henning. Uh, they ask, "How did you come up with the designs for the puppets, and uh, what envisioned? Uh, what did you envision when you were drawing them?" Ah, uh, okay. So from, let's see. Here. I can answer um, this. They, I can answer this one. They were high when they were drawing it because <laughs> have you seen the puppets? Have you seen them? <laughs> So, you know what, so, okay, what's interesting from my perspective, so, the the puppet's original design was very, it, it's always been based on this idea that, like, it's like a human who is, it's going to sound kind of cliche zombie, but they're like, in, they're infected by something, something is warping them and changing them, and some of the initial ideas was that um, they they were a lot more fleshy and a lot more, like, 
twisted up and mangled. And we came to a point where it was like, like you know, they look cool. It's, it's the, everybody's seen them. It's like the more kind of skeletal Terminator kind yeah. of looking one I showed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It was cool, but I was like, uh, you know, it, it looks too much like a zombie. Mm-hmm. And so we, we did a lot of brainstorming and eventually came to the conclusion that we wanted the enemies to go more in a kind of alien infection direction. That okay. rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the ideas I always had in my head was uh, the movie District 9. The way the dude right. was becoming yeah. the giant like roach creature. The prawns. The prawns. Yeah, and so like I eventually did another design of the puppet and I ended up coming across just the idea that like half of him was mutated and they're without saying much because we can't say a whole lot about it. You know, they're technically yeah. being controlled by something. And so it's like it's a person that's being kept alive, but they're mutating. They're going against their will. It uh, they're uh, it's I'm kind of just like spewing like it's hard it's hard to it's hard to put it into words because yeah yeah it, it is kind of like the zombie character of the game but it's much more than that because they're not mindless right it's, they're still a part of them that is human yeah but yeah, it's okay. like yeah they have no will of their own anymore it's, it's own. okay I'll tell you what it sounds like invasion of the body snatchers on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> I think another idea I always had in my head was the uh, movie Starship Troopers. Yeah, kind of like the aliens looked in that. That was cool. Yeah. That's why I, I kind of settled with like the black and yellow kind of color to their mutated side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess you kind of touched on it, but uh, Charlotte Wright asks: um, Has there been anything in the game that you had to take out due to it going too far? Um, man. Yeah, so there's so there's not anything too extreme, although kind of yeah, kind of like I said before, all of our initial enemy designs from like the first stuff we showed off was yeah. way more like zombie, and we kind of axed that and went more alien direction. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really pays off. It looks really good. <clears throat> makes makes um, it more unique. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, uh, we have another one then from Emma Turnbull. Uh, and she asks, which you uh, may have well, heard from the previous episode, what games are you currently playing or recently played? And what games are you currently looking forward to? So let's start with games that you're currently playing. Oh, let's see. What am I currently playing? Oh, well, um, what are you currently playing? Uh, we, I'm currently replaying Monster Hunter, which is quite fun. Um, oh. where I'm all, I've also been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 online, on and off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 4 lately, because there's double XP going on, and I want that. <laughs> um, and I've also started replaying Resident Evil 3 again on my PS5. No, so, like, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what I'm playing right now. Yeah. Sweet, yeah, sweet. Me, yeah, I'm currently playing Resident Evil Village on the PS5, which is unbelievably amazing so far and uh i think before that i've played doom eternal on and off a little bit fortnite a little bit um as far as games i'm looking forward to 
Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to the next God of War. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Right. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> my mind when that comes out. Definitely. Definitely. I lost Actually, my... I one, of the, uh, one of the next games I'm looking forward to is the next Gran Turismo. I cannot wait to get, get my hands on that. Guys, we're spirit yeah. animals. We are just spirit animals. He's saying the games that are on my list. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. You know what it is? It's really yeah. funny, though, because I, I remember just absolutely losing my shit when he said, uh, we've got one more thing to show you. And then as soon as just the first little bit of, like, you know, ice came on, I was like, that's God of War. That's God of War. You know, I could <laughs> oh, just tell straight off the bat. that single note. Exactly. And I was like, oh, it's God of War. <laughs> Unbelievable, you know. Um, but, Alex, before you move on, uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 8. <laughs> so as soon as I play Resident <laughs> Evil 7, I'll be diving straight into 8. And then after that, it has to be uh, Returnal. Because uh, I'm going to get that out of the way before Ratchet and Clank uh, finally drops. Oh, so, yeah, uh, Ratchet and Clank looks quite amazing. It looks gorgeous, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. It's yeah, funny, though, because yeah. uh, the previews have come out for the game, and so many people are just leading the title to the link that is greatest visuals they've ever seen. You know, like it's a Pixar film and things like that, and it's exciting, you know, and it's it's been a while since we've had a, like a platformer like that, so. Definitely. Uh, I think for oh, me, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a horror game set in space. <laughs> you know, it's, it's called Quantum Error. I, I, that's what I want. Right, you know, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, but it's a bit too obvious, though, right? <laughs> but, uh, I was going to say, would it be wrong for us to say we're looking forward to our own game? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's always um, actually a funny part when we finish, like when we finished our last game, we had played it so many times. We were like, do we really want to play it again? <laughs> <laughs> I think I had test played it like at least 20 times. I was like, okay, I don't want to touch this anymore. <laughs> you probably played it in sleep. <laughs> yeah, by the time everybody gets their hands on it, we've played it like 100,000 times. Oh, um, listen, yeah. I remember um, when the original Watch Dogs was coming out. The PS4, obviously, and the Xbox One at the time were launching, and no one was allowed to play it. So I had to demo it all around the world. I'm not complaining, I promise. But by the time Watch Dogs had came out like for, for the public, I'd played it 1,374 times around oh, the world. Oh, like, my god! Demo, demoing that game. Like various sections of that game to like media and fans and to expos and like you got thousands of people or one person. It's just demo after demo after demo. Ah, I absolutely fucking hated that game when it launched. I, was like, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to see any commercials for it. Just get it out of my face, like you know. And that's the problem sometimes because when you when you're in the industry and that sometimes that can ruin like your excitement to actually fit, play the product that you've been working on or been <laughs> advertising for years. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the things you work on, like, once you're done with it, it's like, okay, I want to make something different. Let's move on. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Um, well, moving on. Uh, Leah, or Leigh Applegate, um, sorry for butchering your name. Uh, I've been doing it quite a bit lately. Uh, she asks, uh, the new machines and PC upgrades are with us now. Uh, which technology excites you the most for this generation? Gosh, um, see, I, I have varying opinions. I think, uh, artistically speaking, it's always been the ray tracing. Mm, However, right. after playing a, f well, half of Resident Evil Village, which is a 
finished product with all these features. I want to say it's now the 3D audio. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. The moment you said Resident Evil, I thought he's going to say audio. He's going to say the audio. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because like, and like we've like tested this stuff in our game, obviously, but it's not done. So none of it is, we're not experiencing any of our stuff in its finished form just yet. So Mm. when you, when you experience all those features in one, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Completely different experience, right? That that audio, and especially with the with the way the triggers work, it's yeah. The, the, say the, controller as well. the, the way I've explained it to my family is uh, when I'm every time I've gotten done playing uh, Resident Evil Village, I end up feeling like that feeling you get when you've like just finished watching like a three hour movie in a movie theater, like that overwhelming <laughs> like yeah. off mm, feeling. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and I remember uh, also talking of the controller, the PS5 controller. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that is most exciting because a controller has never been done like this before. Because I remember on launch on PS5 when I got my PS5 out, I turned it on. The first thing I went to go do was load up Astro's Playroom. Yes. <laughs> as soon as I yeah. did. As soon as it was on the controller screen where it wants you to press all the buttons and everything. As yeah. soon as I pressed the triggers... I stopped, I looked down at my controller, I was like, what in God's name is going on? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was sitting there clicking it, and then I had Micah come in there, and he did it. And the look on his face was priceless, because I had never felt a controller do that before. And it's mind-blowing. To to give you guys an idea, I want you to picture... I mean, it was probably the same way you guys are, but like it was nigh on impossible to get a PS5 for anybody. Obviously, if you have connections, you can get them on launch, right? So... I came back and Alex is a guy who is never on time. Okay, if you say nine o'clock, he's he's getting to you for ten fifteen, right? Um, but the one day he was early was the day I told him I was coming home with the PlayStation. Um, he was like literally there, and I want you to picture that you've got these two thirty-year-old guys who have been gaming since the Mega Drive days and before. Beyond, they uh, press before. they press the Dual Shock adaptive trigger on astro and all there's this three of them just screaming like little boys like ah oh my god look at <laughs> oh, no, press no, the button no. press the button oh this is the future of gaming oh it my was, god this is next year yeah, yeah. everybody oh, gosh the triggers they're just so freaking good yeah. Um, like, yeah. from my experience with resident evil so far it's like the pistol is it's got some resistance but not much and the trigger mm. clicks when yeah. you shoot it which is pretty cool you pull right. out the shotgun, and all of a sudden that trigger is like resisting as if the gun is heavy. Definitely, it, it is nice. so cool. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. I think the last time I actually felt anything like that, like amazing, was way back when. You know, when Goldeneye first released on the N sixty four. Remember the Rumble Pack? Because that was the first time we'd ever actually had you know force feedback, especially for a shoot 'em up. Uh, and just play, I think it was like the pistol or the DD dust off, I don't know, one of the guns. And I just thought that felt amazing. And I kind of felt that same type of excitement when it well, obviously on a completely different level. Um yeah. PlayStation 5 dual sets. I mean, it's an oh, awesome yeah. piece of kit. I want to say, uh, just a shout out. I, I mean, I agree with you guys. I mean, before Resident Evil, um, I would have said the dual sense, but since I've played Village, it's definitely the 3D audio. But I want to shout out the SSD because 
man, I click X to continue and I can take a breath and I'm already in the game. <laughs> it's just it's so oh, yeah. fast at loading. <laughs> I was like, I mean, you play Demon Souls and everything like that and Miles Morales and the, the loading is quick. But when you consider what Resident Evil is loading in and it just literally, you can just press continue, blink and it's there. You know, it's just like, I can't, I, it's so convenient to just yeah, be able to seamless. do that. Exactly, and I can't go back. Like if somebody goes, "Oh, you can play your PS4 games on the PS5," I says, "If it takes longer than three seconds to load, I'm not on that anymore. I, it's got to be faster, or I'm not interested." <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, I'm with you on that. I've, I've told my whole family, I'm like, I'm ruined. I'm like, I don't want to touch my PS4 ever again. That's it. That's it. And that's the I haven't wor- touched my PS4 ever since I got my PS5. So, and 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 that's the worst thing because I've obviously uh, there's a few back catalog games I've got left, and they're all VR games. And I, I had it all ready. I was all ready to do it. And then they announced the PSVR 2. And I said to Alex straight away, I was like, I, just, I, just, I can't look at my PSVR anymore. You know, I've seen the controllers now. We've seen what the PSVR 2 controller is. They're talking about haptic feedback in VR. I don't care about the PSVR 1 now. I'll, I'll just save these backlog until PSVR 2 comes out. You know, it's just, it's mad. Yeah, artifacts now, right? Uh, okay, moving on, we've got a question from Ricky Khan, uh, and he asked, he has, um, has there been a moment during development that stopped you and made you go, wow, in capital letters? Uh, oh, I think it's been a couple times. <laughs> There's been a couple of those. Um, actually. Hair Actual. Beard. <laughs> okay, there's okay, so there's there's a funny one and then a second awesome one. So the one he's talking about, um, we had recently updated uh, Jake. We we were using um, a combination of our own modeling and uh, like character creator type stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Jacob uh, has got a improvement on his hair, mm-hmm. and he looks. He's gone from looking pretty realistic, and we're pretty happy with him, to looking even more realistic. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. And actually, I had recent I have recently finished the new cover art. Haven't shown it to anyone yet, <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the new version of Jacob on there. And yeah, he, he's he's looking pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but then probably another moment, and this ties into something earlier, which is pretty funny is uh the purple circle (laughs) (laughs) Um, when i when i finished what that is and i showed it to everybody yeah yeah, we Uh, all we all kind of stopped and was like holy crap yeah he he had just like got it done on his computer and then he said look at this i turned around and looked at it i was like holy crap (laughs) (laughs) it's just yeah because because what it is it, it's still it's animated and moving and everything so like yeah it's uh man I want to say so much better and I can't I know <laughs> you know what this reminds me of is it um is it Pulp Fiction you know and they've got that case and whenever they open that case this is like a glowing light um and they don't actually say what it is but everybody <laughs> just knows that it's absolutely amazing that's what I'm getting from when I talk about that's that like. Part. Cool. That's like Patrick's <laughs> secret box with the secret string. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> uh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I have another question, and I believe uh, it's the final question um, from Rachel Archer, the final fan question anyway. Um, if you could work with a dream partner slash developer, 
Um, who would it be and why? Oh, gosh. Um, um, let's see. I mean, you would have as said, far as... You would, you, I would have publisher said publisher would go. I would say Sony. I'd probably say yeah, them because well. like Sony. Um, <laughs> um, if it was like another developer, um, I would probably say id Software or Hideo Kojima. I'd say Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow. Well, just think about it, right? How many cutscenes you already have in the game? He would probably look at it and say, "That's not enough." <laughs> I know. He'd, I say, know. Yeah, triple it. He'd be like, "Wait, you you have how many hours? <laughs> that double." We spent the days. Definitely. I think. Yeah, don't think we'll beat him with cutscene runtime, but we'll, we'll come close. Right. I, still, I still can't get over Metal Gear Solid Four when you finish the game. It's a ninety-minute cutscene. It's like a fucking film. It's like <laughs> it's it's so good. Every time the cutscenes pop again, I was like, "Oh yeah, here we go." That's it. Get the popcorn out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think if you were to uh, talk about a historical developer for me, yeah. what I would want you guys would be uh, Visceral. You know, the guys who did the original Dead Space. Obviously, they're not oh, around yeah. anymore. But like, I always think to myself when I every time I look at Quantum Era, I think this is Dead Space vibes all over it. Yeah, yeah, that that would be pretty cool to get to spend time with them. Mm. What about you, Alex? And don't say Nintendo, yeah. bro. Well, I would have to say Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> don't have that quality assurance. Um, uh, who created? Was it Gears of War? Gears of War. Um, uh, Gears of War was Epic Games. Epic Games, yeah, probably Epic Games. Just have fun with that. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Nintendo and Epic Games <laughs> to make some type of Nintendo slash, I don't know, Mario Gears of War crossover. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Epic Games might not be too far out of uh, an idea because I mean they make Unreal Engine, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right, what about you, Sonny? Oh, that's what I said. It. I think from a historical standpoint, yeah. it would be uh, visceral, just because obviously Dead Space and it suits Quantum Era really, really well. And if the Dead Space guys thought their enemies were disturbed, they need to just see Quantum Era and say, nah, 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 nah. There's, there's a bar. You set it, we raised it, you know, because um, these puppets are just demented. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. But I don't know. You Sometimes you look at it and you think the obvious question, but then you, you go completely left field and you never know. So, like, I would love to see, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I think Sony would be the answer for everyone, but I would fucking love to see what Capcom would do with you guys and this game man, because they're just demented yeah. as well <laughs> yeah i didn't think about that that, just... that could be an interesting one too considering the you know resident evil and all the other i mean actually they own like uh what's what's the game called um devil may cry oh yeah stuff like that mm, yeah that's a quality yeah. game um, che- um the, the thing about devil may cry though man it's so cheesy like at the same time, <laughs> the cheese levels of that game—that's what makes Dante right and that game. But it's just next there's, level. There's sometimes where there's a lot of cheese, but it works. Definitely, so. <laughs> definitely. Uh, I was gonna say uh, that last weapon uh, at the end of the last um, extended gameplay demo you did. What is the name of that one? Because after when I saw that, <laughs> I was just ultra hyped i mean that was a brilliant way to end that clip <laughs> we were off we were on the edge of our seats when we saw that but what's the name of it can you give us a uh, hint okay so that gun um i don't think would i spoil anything by saying much about it 
Just the I name. shouldn't spoil anything. It's it's called a prototype. So in the in the weapon wheel, it's called a prototype DEW. The oh, okay. actual name of it is I I can't remember. I have it written down somewhere. Um, I think it's called like it's got like a like a number code like a, a Z something whatever I called it, but then it's like actual like like vanity name I guess you would call it is Chimera. Oh yes. Um, to put that gun into perspective without ruining a whole lot, it, it's it's very Tesla inspired. Oh. Um, nice. Nice. And I mean, obviously it looks kind of like a bfg so i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, do, it does not function like the bfg though right. um and i actually recently changed out its uh beam effect oh no nice. so it, it in a sense it's kind of like a giant laser cannon yeah yeah but it looks that, that cool. that's going to be the gun that you want to save ammo for if you get in a really bad situation <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be a lot, right? Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> enemies in one room. <laughs> that, that gun and the minigun. The minigun's a good one if you get in a bad situation. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if you get stuck in that room with all those enemies and you've got a handgun? <laughs> you're like, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're stuck in there with a handgun, uh, yeah, you're gonna have a hard time. Yeah, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, funny story. We just recently finally programmed the ability to die in the game. Oh, wow. <laughs> Up until this point, we haven't had the actual death mechanic. And yeah. I've done a few testing, and oh my god. <laughs> it's uh, it's very easy to get killed. <laughs> wow. That's, that's what we want, really, to get more, you know, to die easier and easier. <laughs> um, if there's anything from Demon Souls. Um, if it's going to have us potentially throwing pads at the uh, screen, then I guess it's a good game, right? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, if y'all want a funny hint, <laughs> well, I'll give a little hint. The uh, the death in the game, think uh, Windows blue screen of death. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not blue. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That I'm is... taking error, literally. That is amazing. <laughs> Nice. I've got. I have one question. Um, trophies and achievements. I mean, have you guys sat down and obviously finalized that list? And um, if you have, what's sort of like the process to get that obviously signed off by Sony, for example, to get the you know the trophy list? Because we do hear a lot of developers. Please and please tell me and confirm there's a platinum in the game because if there's no platinum in the game like oh my god us trophy hunters ain't gonna be happy <laughs> um yeah so we we kind of that's like one of the very last things we do mm -hmm. um but we have it always like in thought as we're doing it like there's gonna come a point where we're going through the game like polishing it up and that'll be when we actually like put them in there um it's one of those things where there it's like a score system mm -hmm. so there is like a certain way you have to distribute it from what i recall um there'll definitely be a platinum for oh, sure yeah, because noah would kill me if there wasn't yeah if there wasn't a platinum <laughs> i'd probably scream because i like getting platinums <laughs> exactly exactly you know um and and typically like obviously there's like trophies for like all like the main things that you'll do but then like there's gonna be some like goofy stuff where we'll have like like trophies for 
Um, do you want to say anything about the... Uh... Uh, let's just say that you can uh, find drinks, cans, and you can drink them, <laughs> and that will give you trophies. <laughs> There's going to be some goofy ones as well. <laughs> That's good, though. That's what um, you need. You need some of that lightheartedness in, in, in a game like this, you know. And I, I have a funny feeling. That it won't say Mountain Dew, but I'm pretty sure the flavors will be sounding very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I've seen people say is like, um, and actually it might have been William on Twitter that said it, something about like, you know, beating the game with like just the Halligan bar or, or just one type of weapon. Um, I haven't, you know, done any programming or anything for that just yet, but listen, I, I think we probably will because that would be uh, no, pretty entertaining. No, 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 no. Don't listen to William. I like to achieve a platinum not you know like i don't want no doom finish it on the hardest difficulty level of a platinum trophy right we just want to easily get a platinum we don't want to have to do the whole game with one weapon (laughs) we we did just recently uh put in the difficulty modes which are obviously named after uh ranks and firefighting oh nice (laughs) nice you know just do trophies based on firefighting objectives nothing to do with finish the game without getting killed or anything like that nothing too hard (laughs) (laughs) no we'll probably just have some like bonus stuff i don't know it'll be interesting uh actually speaking of that uh, i think like some of the guns are gonna have like secondary modes Mm -hmm. or modifications and that'll be tied to like npc saving nice Nice. Is there any audio files in the game? Uh, you mean like audio files to find and listen to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, in the game. Yeah, yeah, oh, there's, yeah. yeah. There's going to be stuff like that. So um, I, we're, I, we're probably going to do audio files and probably um, also going to have like text logs, or text like logs that. or like emails on computers you can look through. So yeah. Alex, I have an idea, right? Find all the audio logs in the game. You get the Sunny and Alex trophy. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. So I think the question... It's already done. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Brilliant. So I think the question, obviously, um, everybody kind of wants to know. Obviously, I will ask it because I have to ask it, and then you guys can beat around it as much as you want. Um, but you've obviously mentioned that you're aiming for a CGI trailer. Any indication of when obviously we will be seeing that or what quarter what time frame you can't say specifically Avery <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> I don't know so the goal would be by the next major events which is going to be like E3 and stuff like that mm-hmm. um I don't know because we're in, we're at a weird like in between stage right now where like I just finished some of the final models for like like Jacob and the final like boss enemies and stuff and then we just got like all the the new programming done with the animations and things and so like a lot of like separate kind of development has been done that now has to get kind of put into the game and then Noah's like been putting together some of the levels in their like general form that we hadn't yet gotten to and that's got to be so like a lot of stuff's got to get pulled together now and then we have to kind of uh gameplay design it if that makes sense um mm-hmm. so it's weird because a lot is getting done but it's not a lot we can show without spoiling stuff it makes, it makes sense. sense um and then like 
we we've shown off so much gameplay in which i mean there's nothing wrong with showing off more gameplay because th- this game has been developed gameplay first um but we really want to show something that has a lot more story in it because that's like the one thing that like nobody really has a grasp on just yet mm-hmm. yeah um because i know actually one of our teaser trailers last year um some outlets labeled it as a story trailer and it absolutely was not a story trailer <laughs> <laughs> and the worst like, thing is if you told them uh, it's not a story trailer can you change it they're not bothered they're just gonna it's gonna get us, whatever gets us fixed like, we're gonna list it as that it had some like you know voicing in it and stuff it had some story bits it had but... a little bit but it was not really story because i mean when when the goal would be the next one is going to really dive into like what is going on in the game although it will probably only touch on a certain level of what's going on and not really dive into the more psychotic side of it nice <laughs> so i don't know it, it's going to depend because i also think we may want to wait until we've got the cutscenes done and we get the voice actors to do it um so that, that way we can show off the game a lot more finished and actually it would be very nice if at that point we know when the release date is <laughs> Excellent. We're, yeah. we're super hesitant to say anything about a release date because we have an idea like we know what we're aiming for but yeah. we don't want to say anything and then be like oops sorry we we got to delay it because we you know we're not done that's yeah the, that's the yeah. best way to do it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, we, we've already known about the famous project by uh, CD Projekt Red, which nobody wants to replicate. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, they, yeah, they should have delayed that one. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a tad. <laughs> I mean, our, our basically our goal is by the end of this year. And mm. depending on how things are going, I, I mean, right now, I, I think we're feeling like by summer the game will be fully playable. Nice. Right. Nice. Yeah. So it's like we're we're close, but we're hesitant. Yeah, that makes sense. But again, just take all the time you need because we, we it's been a long time since we've had a space horror game. You know that's yeah. demanded the respect that it deserves, and this is ticking <laughs> all the boxes so far. So you know, yeah. if it, if it, if it means take longer, take longer. <laughs> Especially for a, oh, a the, new the, this this is going to be quite the experience. It's um. Yeah. We're, we get just as excited about it as everybody else does because it's it's not just a run and gun. It's not just a first person shooter. It's it's not just a puzzle solving game. It, it's so much in one that it's hard to describe. Pretty much. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But I think for a new IP, I mean, it's very rare that you actually get you know so much hype and interest for you know something that looks off the bat exciting. You know, I mean, obviously, games like Left, Right, and Center, but when, as soon as we saw this game, it was like, yes, that's just, you know, it, and it just ticks so many boxes. And it's not just another sequel, it's not just a rehash of another storyline, it's something fresh, a brand new take, a new character driven game with uh, a hero, which, you know, a lot of um, firefighters out there around the world who aren't really celebrated, never mind featured in a game. So that aspect alone is brilliant. Um, and for us. Yeah, no, it, it's cool because. I mean, most games, it's either a soldier or, you know, yeah. someone with supreme abilities or something. And yeah. this is, I mean, firefighters are kind of like real world superheroes in a way. So, yeah, 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 yeah brilliant. Yeah, it really is. 
Um, I mean, I've said this multiple times. I'm just so hyped up for this game, really. And if you ever need any uh, English voice actors in there, obviously, you know, we've, we've got a couple here, right, that's funny? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, you never know. I mean, actually, today I think we were going over a list of w- what kind of voices we need because we are getting super close to that point. So now there, there might be some room for some e- English in there. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Our doors are always open. But um but yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for answering all the questions for the fans. Obviously the fans love hearing about game development as especially a game as you know, this stature. Um it's been a lot of fun, guys. It really has. Um oh, yeah. any any last words that you'd like to get out there? You just you, you know, let people know. Oh I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have said so much. I guess I would just say keep watching because uh I don't know, every time we show stuff off, it's, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. maybe stock our Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there'll be more colored circles. <laughs> <laughs> the legend of the colored circle. Uh, Sonny, any few words? Any reference? In the words of Ellen Ripley, show me everything. <laughs> you know can't wait for the game i'm just super hyped you know and i just think that you know it's it's been a long time coming since yeah. dead space and there has been games that have come since i mean doom is doom which is great um but doom you always feel like you have the power to kill whereas you know this feels like a game where you've got to be recalculated and take your time and think about what you're doing um and get scared shitless so i I can't wait i can't wait i think the only thing um there was a teaser trailer for another one something protocol i can't remember what it was called but again even oh, uh, the callisto protocol that's it that's it that's the one but that seems like it's like miles away yet you know so that 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 one is being led by the guy who led the dead space team. exactly exactly so Careful. He might it's going to be rather interesting to see how that could, turns out. could end up being pretty cool. Again, mm-hmm. anything with space and horror is a win in my book, right? So, yeah, pretty oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alex? Yeah. Uh, well, I've already been saying, you know what I mean? I'm just hyped about this. Simple as. Um, but thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Um, uh, all I can say is I just wish I had a time machine so I could just fast forward through time and actually start playing again. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think we do the same too, so we can just be like, "All right, we're done. <laughs> Let's release this." Yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us today. Um, yeah, we look forward to uh, seeing the game. Obviously, if you guys um, have any updates, yeah, feel free to let us know. Uh, fans, you can always follow them on Twitter. Um, all the descri- all the information will be in the description below. And also, if you want to get your chance to be an NPC in the game, check out the details below because that just sounds freaking awesome <laughs> especially i know i'm gonna be down there um but yeah but for me uh sunny uh micah and noah thanks thanks for being a part of the show yep. 50 well, 50th episode man this is brilliant i can't believe we've done 50 already uh, so anyway guys stay tuned we're gonna have a lot more news and um reviews coming up for the next couple of weeks obviously on the road to e3 and hopefully we'll be getting a couple um exclusives from a uh, team kill fingers crossed there <laughs> 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 All right Thanks, guys. Oh, before I go, actually, uh, Sonny, you get the final word. Uh, I might uh, not want to be a firefighter now if this is everything that it has to go through. 
<laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good night, everyone. Right.